0: Welcome back to the most listened to, most talked about podcast you never even know existed. This is the Henry O. Podcast Show, which is me, Henry the Fox. Yes, I know. People are looking at me thinking, what the fuck are you doing this week? You're supposed to be here on Thursday. I was lazy, folks. I was lazy. But I'll make it up to you. So today, as she makes noise in the background, thank you, we're doing a special podcast. This one is about something near and dear to my heart. This is about the workplace. This is about nine to five workers who bust their ass, who do what they need to do, but you know, sometimes people really don't appreciate them or you know, take them at face value. So one of these days, I think it's my turn to speak up and say something. So before I do, it's the cliffhanger. So we want to, once again, pay some bills. So ToddBean.com, thank you for hosting this. Once again, look me up on Walker EC76. That's where you'll find me and my show, and God forbid, I will put you to sleep with my voice. Yes, I know. Face for radio. Go for it. In the meantime, let's get right down to it. Now, I'm bringing in a special guest. This young lady has been through the ringer with a certain company. I will let her talk about it. This, once again, all ties back to the relationship between you know, employee and employer, uh, how people are treated, you know, when people do speak up, when people are wronged. You know, they don't have a voice. You know, they either complain you know, to, you know, to contemporaries, but not really have a big say so. So, once again, all views of this person is their views only. It does not reflect the views of the Henry Hill Podcast show or me personally, even though I may agree with it, but it does not reflect the views of this show. It does. <laughs> with, with that, I give to you my special guest. My special guest. Would you like to reveal who you are, or keep it uh, between us?
1: Um, for the time being, we're just gonna keep it anonymous, or codename Raven One, whatever works for any viewers. But we're just I'm gonna rename Nameless.
0: All right, cool. No, very good. The purpose of me bringing you here is because I like your story. You know, your story really intrigued me about what you've been through. You know, with a particular company. I'll leave it up to you and what you've been through and how it affected. Now we're gonna fast forward a little bit because you've been with this company for many years and you had a particular type of injury. Mm I don't care to talk about that a little bit. The floor is yours.
1: Well, I've been with the company, I had just hit year four and about, it was actually right after my year anniversary, about there in the same week, three people had decided to quit and another person went on vacation something. I just know we became incredibly short-staffed in an early time. And so I had volunteered. I usually worked mornings. I was doing the type where I did a little bit of everything. I did management work. I did labor work. I did associate work. I did a little bit of everything. I did a lot of heavy lifting, and I did every day all the time. Always knowing how to lift. Never had a problem with it. Well, I volunteered to pick up Extra shifts to cover things, so that way the other manage were, managers, wouldn't get frustrated or you know things get caught, you know fall behind because in the end it'll just fall back to me to pick up the pieces. It always did. So I would go home, leave my shift at three o'clock. I came back, just a few hours later, to see everything I put into work was all a mess again. Which so I had to go back into the coolers and restock and lift heavy things. Another truck came in to do the supply delivery. I had just done that one that morning as well. And then I did another one, granted, so I was doing a lot of heavy lifting in less than 24 hours. I was just doing a lot than what my body was used to. And I just remember waking up the next morning and I just couldn't move. My back just was like, just, I can't even describe it, where just to turn to my bed, just to stand up, anything, I was in so much pain, but I had never been through. You know leaving work on an injury I didn't know how that process went how do you get paid when often in being a cashier my paycheck's not that good so and I knew our store was shorthanded I told them you know I'm not my back's just in a lot of pain so ma- managers and people above them knew I was injured and hurt a lot that I couldn't even lift a trash bag and nobody said anything they said okay well we'll just see how how things work out for you and again i'm very i have no knowledge about how stuff works and i'm afraid you know i need to pay bills so i didn't want to leave so for a month i stayed and i worked every day i still did my same routines besides the heavy lifting part and i'm at home i can't get dressed properly like i have to grab on to something to be able to put on my pants my husband had to help me I can't turn to get out of a car I had to sit there and break, and like mentally prepare myself and grab the top of my car door when it's opened and yank myself up and stand there for like a good half a minute trying not to cry Like bending over just any of these things it was so painful for me and exactly a month from when that injury happened I'm at work and all of a sudden I approached my manager saying okay well we talked to so-and-so, and it's time for you to go ahead and go out and go see a doctor. So without warning, without preparation, I went home, and I saw a doctor. Doctors took an extra. Day. They didn't see anything. What was the problem with me? They just gave me medicine, told me, okay, come back in two weeks. And I can't go back to work either until they know what's going on. So for two weeks, I'm just laying around my house in a constant pain. Go back. There was no changes. They still have me listed as you know unidentified so for like another like two to three weeks they send me out no no MRIs no nothing no more x-rays no physical exams and then suddenly I get a phone call saying okay well now you're going to go to physical therapy and I just I went with it but all I can think is why you have me undetermined why I'm hurting so much and there's no changes and you're going to send me to physical therapy without really knowing what the injury is from, or how how bad it is without MRI. So, this had been a month already, me being out of work. Then suddenly I'm going to physical therapy. Uh, I can't remember how many days a week it was. I think it was three or four days a week I was going. And for a month I was doing that. and there's not a whole lot of changes with me there. I was in a lot of pain. They would uh, fix up the exercises, the techniques. Some days I would feel a little bit better, but. The pain was really still constant. Then finally, so this has been, at this point, two months after leaving the workplace. Do they finally say, okay, well, it's time to give, give you an MRI done. I get an MRI done that I have three injuries to my lower back. I have a, a bulge disc, a tear, and a protrusion my lower spine. All three of these are permanent damages. And saw a doctor right after that that was provided by the... Workman's Comp Company, whoever they are. And he told me, okay, you're fine, you can return to work. I can barely bend, I can't really lift anything. You just did a physical exam on me where I can't even bend down, touch my toes all the way. And you're saying I can return back to my job where I have to be able to lift this stuff, I have to do these things, I'm constantly standing, bending, twisting, and you think it's okay. And you guys can't, you just basically determine, hey, you're in a lot of pain, but because we can't do surgery for you, you know, you're SOL. So go back to work.
0: Now with your injury, with that going on, and a the physical therapy. Now, were you paying out of pocket with, with the insurance covering it, or are you just sitting at home, just not collecting anything?
1: I was getting money. I was. Uh, I was actually biweekly, so that that was taken care of. That that was a big worry for me. But they told me I had actually used one week of my vacation just because. So I had something until they. But it turns out, like every two weeks, they would send me exactly what i would earn from the company like where it was my 40 hours my week my hourly pay so i was covered with that but as soon as that doctor had cleared deemed me hey you're okay to go back to work and i wasn't the check stopped so and i could not and that's when i decided to get an attorney over this and during this process because the attorney saw that i had a case they came and sat down with me i told them how everything was going on just about what i was telling you and said, so, yeah, this is a case, this isn't right, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All in the meantime, you know, the, they said, okay, we to send you another doctor and this and going through workman's comp, all this. So all this, I'm not getting any, I'm not getting paid anymore. Uh, the company I work for keeps calling me saying, okay, when can you turn back to work? And I have to tell them briefly, I have an attorney, you know, and they basically don't, oh, and, you know, zipped their lips and kind of completely backed away from me as if though I had a disease or something.
0: Uh, now now has now we say management contact you you know did your store manager contact you or was it was it the district manager or was it was it both moved?
1: it was my store manager as in her higher up so they both just they you know as soon as I said that they both kind of those were just radio silence at that when beforehand almost every other day my store manager was trying to see if I okay it went from every other day to seeing you know, how I was doing to wait a couple of weeks to never hearing. And I guess as soon as I worry up up, you know, with them still being in the company and being a, a, a position they're in, they shouldn't talk to me and I get that. And, but what, what was kind of hurtful is these are higher ups and everything that have known me for quite a long time. And they knew I did a lot of work for them. And it went from, okay, a couple of weeks, she'll be okay. She'll come back and she can come do everything for me again. And then it went to, the longer it's was going, the less I was hearing from people to where it's acts like, this is before I had an attorney or anything. It's two months and no one talks to me. No one sees how I'm doing. I would message them, see, you know, how's this going? On, and barely get like those one word texts back. And I felt pretty hurt. it was at this time I'm realizing, okay, they probably just didn't like me for me. They just liked the fact that I was doing everything for them. And I did it without question. Didn't care. I... I was just a good worker because that was my work ethic. Just go there, do what needs to get done,
0: go home. Okay. Now, a little bit of backstory with this, because I know we're jumping ahead a little bit. Tell us about how long you've been with said company before this incident happened. I mean, how you know, was your relationship um, with your team, with your management, things like that?
1: I was with the company for four years, and it had hit four years, and then a week afterwards when the injury start happens. But in this particular store I was in, I was there for probably two years, maybe a little more, because I originally came from a different city, but I moved over here. So with this store team, it had its ups and downs. I really just liked a couple of the managers I worked with, uh, my store manager and one other co-worker. A lot of other co- like co-workers like I had, some of them were good, but a lot of them I had issues with because of laziness, constant calling out. This, this, and this. It was there was no one I particularly didn't like. I never kind of showed my opinions at work because I don't like having my personal things mixed in work. And uh, brain froze. So I just kind of I was friendly with everybody. Basically, being a smart ass jack, as everyone knows me to be. Basically, I showed my appreciation that I liked you by being mean and cruel and yeah. Pretty much, and especially someone that's new, they had to learn the ways. But someone would be lazy, and I would constantly pick up, and I would get frustrated by these are people that are constantly calling out, not doing their jobs. They they take they constantly want to take a smoke break, this 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 and this. Nothing gets done, but I would call out one time, and I have to do a little meeting. Why wasn't it like this? What? So anytime I felt like I had to walk on eggshells at the same time doing all this work, I knew what was right and wrong, but I felt like if I did the slightest slip up, everyone would come talk to me. But you had these people that basically just showed up to work clock in and just stand there and take in cash and give back cash. And they were free to do all this stuff. And that always made me mad, but at the same time, I felt like I was being rewarded because I would do all this work and I had my weekends off and I worked the shift I wanted. So, but at the same time, it didn't come for free. I was doing everybody's jobs. I would, for depending on the shift coming in, I would have some of their stuff done too. I, was, I would think it would make, them easy, it'd make it easier for the next shift coming in if some of their stuffs are out of the way so that way they're ahead of the game and hopefully it goes around in a circle so that way every shift gets easier. Not everyone wanted to do it like that. I get time constrictions to employees that the managers would have to work with would make it difficult customers etc etc cetera. cetera. but sometimes especially someone that came in in the daytime management they were more focused on having fun with everybody and gossiping eating behind the cash register and joking around and not really getting anything done because they just simply don't want to and oh this person which is me would take so-and-so will take care of it because that's what she always does and i actually have been told that well why bother because you're gonna do it Anyway, because you do it every way, every day, and you do it, you're yeah, I do it, and I take out all the boxes. I do this, I do this, make it easier for y'all, and I show you this is how I do it, so that way you can do it too, because I'm not your mother.
0: So you felt at a certain point, you know, you felt you're taking advantage of, you know, because you're such a hard worker. Yep. You know, did you know? Did you sense there was a certain, you know, you know, era favoritism, you know, because the hard worker versus the friend versus you know like the confidant at work you you felt that there was you know know, some sort of favoritism going on
1: for i didn't feel like there was a favoritism for for towards me i know that other people felt that there was favoritism with me because i had the shifts i wanted i had the weekends off you know i did have a friend a buddy friendly relationship with my store manager i never did anything outside of work with her she constantly did invite me to go do things with her but i said no you know, it's it, because already because I already know already people accuse me of favoritism, but I had tried to explain to anyone that tried to ask me of it, it. Everything I have was not free. I'm constantly working my butt off. I'm doing things that I shouldn't even be doing, plus some more. And I've been doing this for years with this company, and you know, put believe me, there's no favoritism. Like a, I'm, I'm doing it because it, you know. And I'm, I'm, in, the, in that time frame, I didn't feel like I was getting taken advantage of. I didn't think it. it was until I was out of the company for a few months that I realized, like, yeah, I was being taken advantage of a lot. So a lot of people didn't like it because, just, I don't know, because, again, I, I think another reason is because I had a lot of control. I would run shifts. I would have people listen to me. When people were new hires, they would be introduced to me as, she's not an official manager, but basically she used to be looked, one, looked at as one. And, that, and it rubbed some people the wrong way. But, again, it's. I would tell people, do you see me sitting in the back on my phone all the time? Do you see me going outside just sitting out, hanging out with a cigarette? Do you ever see me taking a minute to be lazy? when we-? This company doesn't even give you assigned breaks. Like, you have to, like you know, everyone has a 15-minute break or a 30-minute break, like most companies should. This one does not. People would take 15, 10 to 15. I wouldn't care. You deserve it. Go for it. I'd be lucky if I had two minutes of shoving food down my face or shoving food in my face without someone calling me, hey, we need your help. So-and-so, can you do this? So-and-so, can you do that? I don't know how to do this. And it was exhausting. So it always made me irritated when someone accused me of being a favorite, of being the favorite. And I wasn't. It's just because I got off my ass and did things and I wasn't lazy and I worked for what I got in return.
0: Now, with all the hard work you put in with the company and then the unfortunate injury happen you know how did they treat you other than you know backing off you know when 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 they called to check on you you know any of any of your team you know reach out to you and say hey how are you feeling how are you doing not necessarily when you come back
1: not really um because anyone that ever really contacted me was it would be hey how are you doing to asking questions hey how was this game done how was this game done you know, wow. Do you, how long do you think it's go, Excuse me. It's still gonna be, But I don't feel like anyone really deliberately like, talked to me, like you know, hurricane, and then just have conversations with me and then and leave it at that. And but the ones that did contact me were just my higher ups, and that was it. And then even then, eventually, just kind of fade away. It would be the rare coworkers I worked with, like at night, and things like that that would contact me after after realizing. This person's been gone for a while, you know, what happened with her? And some people and I had there would be customers and vendors that come in and co-work if I came and visited the store, co-workers would tell me, Oh yeah, this vendor, that vendor, or these people, they everyone wants to know where are you? Because these are people that know I was a hardware that were so used to me that I knew I got things done, I disappeared. People that didn't work in that store but constantly came there noticed changes. And then there were customers that had approached me when they had seen me visit the store and tell me things. And, of course, my hands were tied. I, couldn't I could I just simply walk up and say, hey, you got to do this, this, and this. I can't do that. Especially during my time being gone, there's new people there. They don't know who I am. And they keep being told, oh, yeah, we know of you. Oh, yeah, well, this. so you're the, the person that we hear about and this, and this, this. Because they're being told, you know, I'm going to come back soon. And everything... Pretty much the, what was being said to me is they were prepping people for, I will be coming back soon, and then everything will be back to the way it was. So all I can think is you're all full grown adults and you can't take care of yourselves. Then that was, I appreciate people that did truly did miss me just because of me being me. I, I get, you know, I'm a little rough around the edges and basically a jackass, but you know. I kind of felt I kind of felt pretty lonely in this period, you know, thinking, "Wow, did anyone anyone even really truly appreciate me there? Did anyone truly just enjoy working me just because of me and not because I did the work for them?" There was even a manager who had left a couple weeks after I left on injury, because she had a breakdown and cried when I was there with a, a big huge manager like an area manager came in. She broke down and cried to them that, you know, she's on this level, low level, compared to me up there because I did everything for her. She couldn't handle the stress. She couldn't handle all this stuff on her own. And I would always take a lot off of from her. She's a good person and everything. I'm not trying to make it seem like she's lazy. Nothing It's just some things was a little too hard for her. And I'm not saying maybe I was the reason when I left Sheila because she couldn't do it. I don't know if that was the true reasoning, but it's what it kind of seemed like because I really did do everything, and if I wasn't there for a day, things would be a mess. So just, I don't. That's that's how I feel about with that part, and it it did make me frustrated. You know, these are all full grown adults. Why why? Do, and now, and I've occasionally popped in there myself, and people, still to this day, and I've been gone for well over a year now, and it's still like the same story. Things have never been as good as they were when I was there.
0: I got you. Now we're going to go back to the present a little bit when you were going through, um, the legal issues with the company themselves mm-hmm. and the outcome of that, you know, the whole entire time you were hurt, you know, you mentioned you felt a little bit lonely. You felt a little bit just let down. Yes. Do you think about, you know, what happened to the store? What happened to your coworkers?
1: I did all the time. I, that's why I would message. I would try talking to some coworkers just to know what was going on because no one would reach out to me. Because being with this company for so long and being working with the same people for so long, I had an attachment. that There's things I worked. There's things, you know, certain things I was constantly attached to. It's like, you know, it's just getting done right. I And, but it, again, it was slowly I was starting to realize I'm being used. I wasn't being appreciated. And... Especially where it came to the end of it, where I realized I'm not going to go back. I'm going to resign because I cannot return to this job where it's just going to hurt me even worse. And I put in my, I was putting my resignation, but I had one week of vacation and I had asked a higher up, can we please put this in for me? He says, well, because you're resigning, we can't. The reason why I can't I'm um, resigning is because I physically cannot return. I said, so let me. So should I just reverse my re- resignation and use my week vacation and then return and then just resign then? And this per- this person said, I'll put in a word with the HR about the situation, and that way you can get it. And and then we'll, and you know that's it. I said, okay, cool, thanks. Two weeks went by, never received it. I then I waited one more week because I would message and I sent email and left two voicemails with this person. No call back. So I contacted the HR department them about the situation. They knew about me and what was going on since, you know, like at that time, what was going on? We never had the request put in nothing. And it's too late now because you, you you're officially out of the company. So that really burned me right there. When back when I used to work in a different city. I didn't just get transferred. I quit for about a month, month and a half, and I don't know. I was gone for a couple months, I guess, and I came back to the company, and all my my all my credentials, everything was still in. In pretty much the system still recognized me as still being there. I never left, so even my vacation time, all my benefits, nothing changed. When I had first resigned, the company, no problem then, gave me my two weeks vacation time as well as my two weeks resignation was my two weeks vacation. They had no problem with it and this and I had used one of my weeks vacation when I left on workman's comp because I didn't know how it was gonna work and I needed the money so I said just use my vacation time just put in one right now and I see how it works they did that no problem and I wasn't given the week The and I, that's all I asked for is you know it's one week vacation everything I did for for everybody everything that I did and you knew what kind of worker I was you couldn't even ask that's what infuriated me because they said there was no records no nothing that anyone ever tried talking to to this person and from the other person just no one said it in that just it was too late there was nothing that could be done
0: it was uh, i was a sense of more of the company being spiteful you know the actually trying to help someone you know who's really put in the time and the effort to make the company a little bit better
1: This company is known for being spiteful. They're not known, from the outside looking in, they probably look like they are great to work for. When you first start with them, maybe your first six months, first year. You're young, you're new, you don't really know what's happening. You know, you're basically like a kid walking into that candy house in the woods. At first it looks great and everything, until you're basically in an oven cooking. So, and I had noticed this from the beginning, way back in the beginning when I first started, uh i was always working at the time i didn't have anyone in my personal life a family boyfriend anybody i worked all the time i said you know i want management i want to go for there i had coverage shifts for managers in the area managers had all known me they all knew what kind of worker i was i went in for tra- for the week training in a training store when i was doing everything at the same time they did things differently with the training they had me training along with somebody else doing the management night for our night manager someone else was doing it with me but that was his home store as well and back then and at this time you like managers in the stores they were kind of given like a point some, they were kind of given a reward something like that if when your own associate was trained in your store and sent out as a manager you it's like you kind of get brownie points whatever. however it works back then well, the night manager that works there, that was her. That was her associate that she had been training, and she wanted to give him the position. Honestly, we both can't get the position at the same time. And I was also the trainee of another night manager that she could not stand. And so she constantly put me through the ringer. She constantly tried to give me impossible tasks. These yogurt machines need to be cleaned. And, like, two of these need to be cleaned before this time, and this is this, this, and I would knock out all these pretty much an impossible task. There were new hires, like as in fresh off the street, like just been there a few days. I was told, don't don't include them. They're under her training. Don't try to don't give them tasks or anything like that. Focus on the other associates. I would do that the next morning to do the uh, overview of what I did. Oh well, you never delegated to these people because you told me not to, and then the next day if I would. No, no, you, you know, don't talk to him. My hands were constantly in the bind. And at the end, the last day, I just felt like I took a, a like just released uh, like all my breath because they told me, oh, no, you know, we don't think you're ready for this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, And but then they passed the guy who only had two weeks of training before he actually went into the management training part. Well, I had quite a few months under my belt. And I actually had tried contacting managers that I covered shifts for, that, that worked with me. Nobody stepped up to say anything. You know, hey, this is wrong, you know, this should have been looked at. And I even would say, you know, this was deemed unfair because this person that, he was a good friend of mine too. I was happy for him, he got the position. I just, he even knew that was unfair. He had told me that same day, because we were both leaving at the same time he couldn't understand why they passed me for him and actually after a month they fired him because a lot of he couldn't do the job and they let him go or he quit i don't know i just know after a month he got the position he that he was gone
0: No, i mean why would you feel that they would even you know do something like that
1: it was she the the night manager she'd been in the company for quite a long time she had her... She was in She was great friends with higher-ups. She, you know, pretty much anyone that looked, talked to her, you know, was it. She was horrible. I, And I don't like talking bad, bad about people unless they physically... They really have done something wrong towards me. Towards other people, I don't like putting in that judgment, but she was horrible. Just the way she was. And pretty much, you know, the higher-up that I had to go to, it was pretty much... He took her word over mine, even... And because I even approached him with what happened, because I said, you know, it's not right. Have another night manager train me. I will go to a different store in a different county and do the drive just to prove it. And no. And because I was trying, he says, you know, well, you know, because it's just yours. So I was trying to get other managers from like four or five different stores that I had been working with for months and covering their shifts and covering working underneath them try to get any of them to talk for me nobody said a word but then when this all and i just let it go i was like you know what fine just let it go they said oh just let it go and just go back in a few months blah, blah blah i let it go but that's when i i put in my policy i would never cover shifts for another store again and i didn't so for months other stores would call my store asking for me i would say i'm not here they would try some of them were getting smart and trying to call my actual cell phone. From that, their store numbers with their own personal phones. That's how I became the policy where I don't answer numbers I don't recognize. If it's important, leave me a voicemail or text message and that's how I'll decide if I call you back or not. It's all because of how this happened. I don't answer phone calls. I don't respond. It, you know, I would never do it. Because they all burned me when I needed them. All you, they had to say is, let her redo it now but with a different store. That's all they had to say. Nobody said a word even in my own store the only person was my current store manager and I continued to work with him and he was great he always put my name in the hat he's the only one that tried to speak up for me it wasn't enough because I was his employee so and that's I didn't do that no more I covered shifts in my own store and for the next three years of being in the company I would not take positions when they were constantly offered to me and then at uh, this point, during my last year, six months to a year being in the company, I'm I'm married at this point, etc. Et I would start saying, you know, what? I will, but I just want this day off, this one day. I work six days a week. I have a manager that is willing to switch days with me, just so I can have the days. They want work with me on that. I get it's a whole it's a whole company thing, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure you can do this. I get you can't just do it for everybody, and I can see those things, but. I have a manager, and then I even agreed, if I were to have to go to another store, we'll work on that. If I can't do it, I can step down, worst case scenario. But all because I was burned that one time. I never trusted the company after that, because then I can see every so many months, or actually a year, there was kind of a clean house kind of thing. They were getting rid of people and bringing in new people, and then things would be okay, and then after so many months, they'd go again, Picking at the littlest things in house. It's, you know, I was told this is just a conspiracy theory. And I'm saying it's a pretty damn good one because it's I'm seeing it with my own eyes and I've witnessed these things. And I've actually had warned new hires that want to be. I said, if you want to be promoted and grow in the company, I don't want to be the person to tell, you no, but let me give you these warnings so you know what to look for, because They once they pick at you, they're not going to stop because they want you out. They want you out. as either you play their game or not, as in not playing their game as in, oh, be a good manager, follow the rules, be good to yourself and others. Not like as in playing their cruel game as in, you know, something's not right, but because they're paying you and they say, hey, just ignore it, turn your head then that's how they want you to be but if you're being the right person you're doing the right things you're looking out for the right things you're noticing things aren't right and you're trying to make a change to it they don't like that
0: right i mean they're pretty much you know punishing you for having passion and want to do better yeah you know, like to want to be better now what would you say to the people who are listening to this podcast you know just you know thinking that you're just bitter and ranting you know because things didn't go your way i mean
1: I, you know, everyone has their own personal opinions over what happened. There's only a few people I did talk about, and I can't control your way of thinking. I can't. I can only tell you from my experience, and if you talk to other people that are no longer with this same company, they can they can kind of share their own opinions as well. Everyone was treated differently. So, you know, a part of me, I, I guess I am slightly better just because in the way, in the end of it, after everything I had done... That was the things I had and these people that I thought I was close to an actual, not just a work relationship friend, but a friend, a part of that, even though we didn't do anything outside of it. And then I was just kind of basically they just kind of let my hand go and let me fall. And it just kind of felt betrayal and it it, it hurt because it's just that was my wake up call, because up until then, I didn't really notice besides the shady part with the company, with hiring and training and managers going in and out. But. The whole about the appreciation things and stuff, that stuff towards me, I didn't see until afterwards. And so with anyone listening, you have your own opinions. You can only take, you know, you know, I, I have my own opinions about things as well. So I can't really I have no evidence. I can't really show you. I don't have the photos and stuff. It's just like the whole aliens thing. And, you know, uh, who did 9-11 and etc cetera, et cetera. You can only form your own opinion by what you're told and what you see for yourself. I just hope that anyone that's listening to this that either knows who I am just by the story I'm telling and by the lovely sound of my voice, you know, that remembers me or or new people that basically, you know, what company I'm talking about and you are with this company. Just form your own opinions and just be careful. And this can be with any company. You know, there's always following the rules, being a hard worker, doing the right thing. But at the same time, don't let anyone take advantage of you. You know, focus on yourself. Just be careful. That's it. And if you notice things are starting to be shady, you know there, there could be other options for you out there. Don't just up and quit and look for something. I recommend you try finding something else before quitting. But everyone's different. Just, I, you know, I repeat myself again. Be careful.
0: It's okay. Now, you know, you have gotten away from that situation and now, you know, you know, you're in a better place. Oh, yes, definitely. Now, have you taken some of that, you know, stigma with you, you know, to your new place? You know, did, you know, did any of that uh, haunt you when you found something else?
1: It actually is haunting me where uh, the company I'm with is a great place, great pay, great benefits. I'm seeing a lot of things, but I'm coming in right during the time that there's a company change as well. So there's employees that have been there for a long time that have told me their own things, this, this, and this. So I'm taking in their opinions to heart, you know, because from my own experiences as well, but doing my own thing at the same time. And these aren't bad things like, you know, companies being shady, nothing like that. These are just policies being reformed. All companies do these things. So it's not like it's a whole clearinghouse event, nothing like that. And it's just some people just didn't agree with it. And I can see in some ways why they didn't agree. But anyway, and then the person that hired me, that is my higher up, is a really great person, a great person to work with, but at the same time, this person is focusing on me, wants me to move up, call, calls me like project superstar, etc. Cetera, et cetera. These are flattering and I and I appreciate that you see this much potential in me, but at the same time, I feel like I need to be careful and not attach myself too much to this idea or to this person because this I had a previous higher up that was like this with me. That treated me really well. That saw potential in me. That bragged about me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then the one time I needed the help, I fell. I couldn't get up. Basically, kept walking on without me. Oh well, on to the next person. So it's just, uh, I'm like, in the, I'm like worried. I'm scared. I don't want to be taken advantage of again. It's, I was burned, and I'm afraid this is what's going to happen again. So, doesn't mean it's going to but I'm being extremely more careful about this time. I know how to play my cards with coworkers, with people that I'm being introduced to and I meet them. First impressions mean everything, so I know to be careful. I just know to be careful with who I'm around. You know, you never you shouldn't don't say things that could always come back and bite you in the ass. You know, don't don't put yourself too far out there where they feel like they can walk over you. Just always focus on yourself, focus on your goal. And knowing that everyone around you, just how companies can kind of think of you, you are, can be replaceable. You know, so focus on yourself. Do the right thing. People that you work with, you, you'll only know for your own self that these are people worth putting yourself there for. But you have to make sure not just them giving you kind words. Oh, know, yeah, you're great. I believe in you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they give you a treat here and there just for them to kick you out of the car in an open field when they're tired of you. So that's yeah, that's how I'm feeling right now, and it's still there. It's like I'm 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 scared, like not scared, scared like fear of my life. Just it, you know, it's kind of like going through a bad breakup, and then you're in a new relationship, and you're just kind of worried, is this person going to do me the same thing as? And it's that fresh feeling where you're just worried. So that's that's the best way I could put it.
0: Cool, very good. Now, once again, you know, it is not our intention, you know, you know, to bury particular companies no. or to talk bad about particular people. We're just going on experiences, and mm-hmm. that's what's most important. You know, we take this experience, take what we've been through, and we voice our opinion. Because, once again, you know, when you treat it wrong, nine times out of ten, you really have no one to go to. Yep. You could go to your higher-ups, and you could complain, and either A, they'll help you, or B, they'll use it against you to kind of push you out the door.
1: Yep. It's uh with if I can share one more experience with you know, not trying to target anybody company, trying to get everyone, you know, you know, this person's by that person. Just simple experiences can change someone's opinion. There was a coworker I worked with. She was new. She had been in the company for I guess a couple months. Or even from the moment when she was brand new. She was slightly different in a few ways. And coworkers would tease her, make fun of her behind her back when she wasn't paying attention. I felt bad about this. I grew up being bullied. A lot. I don't appreciate this. And automatically, I took this person underneath my wing, so to speak. I would show because she wanted to move up and I gave her the warnings. Said, you know, I want you to pursue what you want to do, but at the same time, be careful this, this, and this. I would show this person how to do this, how to do that. I would train her how in things and in the ways I did things. And if she messed up on certain things, I actually covered up for her. I would, you know, uh, so, uh, something being broken a few dollars off because of a customer I would take it and put it on my drawer instead And like I would give her the drawer, the cash money and stuff I would take the heat because I kind of knew with her being new they might go hard on her with me and they're not going to because I do everything for them they're not going to pick on me for this so I kind of knew it so I did a lot for her and I defended her and then um, you know and I made the mistake of having co-workers on social media or particularly this person, this girl I took underneath my wing, I had her on my social media. So in the mornings, I worked with the same two people for months, they're a great relationship, they're a great friends of mine, co- uh, work friends at least. At the same time, they both came down with a cold. They were both sick. On this social media, I made a post of, you know, people, the couple we work with have a cold. So now it's just a countdown to see when it's going to hit me. Nothing, you know, not attacking them saying, oh, great, they got me. No, it wasn't like that. It was meant as a funny post, you know, because I get sick easily. And that was it. And so I was off work, I guess, a couple days. And then I came by the store, I think on my day off, or I came back to work. And a higher up from mine, who is a, a Facebook friend of mine as well, told me what this, what this happens. She's, you know, this person that. The girl I took under my wing saw this post and went to the higher up that was talking to me in that moment, saying, "You know, oh, she's saying bad things about coworkers, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, et cetera. You know, basically trying to knowing social media, saying the wrong things can get you fired in the company. If you play, if some, if depending on how serious it is, the higher up told her, "I have this person on my Facebook as well. I saw that post." No names were said. Nothing, no insults were put down. Nothing was meant to be harmful. It was actually played off as a joke. This person did nothing wrong. So that higher up approached me and told me how that happened because she wanted to warn me, don't have this person on your social media anymore. Just in case one of those days you want to put something on there and she can take this. So that really put a knife in my back where it's, you know, this is someone... Out of this entire store, I'm the only one that's actually treated you like an equal, been nice to you, stands up for you, trains you, has actually covered for you, and this is the things I got. Instead so if you approach me, hey, I didn't like what you put, for some odd reason, because I don't think that was the case. But that was my opinion of it. So in that moment in time, I completely disconnected myself with this person. I was professional, at work, friendly, made jokes with her, but I would no longer cover it up for her. I know longer showed her I did things. If other people were making fun, as long as they weren't like inappropriate, of course, I didn't say anything. I just kept moving on. Of course, if there's in a, if there's inappropriate jokes being made about somebody, you know that that stuff should always be recorded. But these are just kind of mocking things, like the way something was talked about or something. Like this isn't this, this. So I didn't say anything. I just I didn't care. I I didn't. I never joined in on it. But uh, if anything, there was a run on joke how I I was such a sarcastic, smart ass, jackass, annoying, etc, etc, cetera, et cetera, where I can make jokes to people and they know I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But the same thing, they kind of know I'm being serious about it. I did this with that person. Basically, you know, cracking a, a, a joke with her, being a smart ass. She always thought I was a joke, but I'm basically making fun of her right to her. But not in a, a really serious, mean way. So I just backed off of her because she burned me. And that was it. And I know other people have opinions of her. Some are friends with her. Some don't like her as well. But that was my own formula thing is you backstabbed me one time. I will not give you the opportunity again. And she kind of knew there was a party, a holiday party going on. Coworkers were all like, oh, yeah, I saw this on the social media and blah, blah, blah. This girl's like, oh, why didn't I see that? Because you're not on there. And I think you know why. And I said this in front of a lot of people. Zip, lips zipped and walked away. And that's the most I've ever approached her on that, was saying that. But never showed at work. I didn't like her. I was against her. I never showed the things like that. I just simply told people, hey, she just rubbed me the wrong way one time and that's it. But I never showed coworkers knew or anything that I had anything against her. Because I don't, I don't like drama in the workplace. I don't like, it's not high school. It's not like that. It's my own personal thing i learned from it she bit my hand not giving her a treat again
0: i like that it's a very good story Mm -hmm. now we're not going to close the segment just yet uh, because i find this very important Uh, this interview has been to me many years in the making Mm -hmm. because i was always curious you know to know what happened you know to you you know as a person Know, to you as a worker, you mm-hmm. know, to you as an associate, and partly to you as a friend, mainly. Mm-hmm. You know, because we see it going on every single day in yes. the workplace. You know, we see it, we hear about it, and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk to you, you know, to get your side of this. Because hopefully, even if one person hears this interview, you know, maybe something will change. Maybe someone will speak up. You know, because we're losing more and more people by the day, you know, to favoritism, you know, to not being appreciated, you know, to somebody saying, I don't like, the, I don't like the way she handles this situation. So let's see what we can do, you know, to get, her, to get him or her out the door.
1: Yeah, I'm glad if anyone listens to this, that'd be great. I've been wanting to tell this story to anyone that's not my, my closest friend or my husband who's heard the story. This He's off in the background and he's hearing this all again. He probably knows the words I'm going to say before I even I say them. And then I have, you know, just my really tight circle that knows this, but it's kind of good to people like you in my past that actually wanted to know, that truly really want to know what was going on instead of just kind of like turning their heads like, okay, well, oh, you, you got hurt. You just quit the company. That was it. know that there's a there is a story to all of it and i'm just kind of glad i'm finally out of it and because i did take a legal action which did work in my favor in the end but can't go more into that and uh because i did that i can never work for this company again because i did that i had to sign papers and everything you know i can never i can never go back so etc which i signed with a smile and actually put like a little smiley face next to my signature just to effing show them that i had no problems doing this and you know, because this is going back to the company's telling you know, I will never try to apply again under an assumed name or change identity. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to go that far to try because this is this company that did me this way. I really want to go back and go for a round two. No, I signed it with a smile, put a little smiley face next to my signature. And I said, they have no worries about that. Pretty much when I resigned this, this uh, legal action didn't finalize for... For about six months, so even though know, I had resigned six months before this, I had to sign at the end. So pretty much, if I hadn't resigned, I would have to leave anyway. It, it was going to come down to that. They they would have found a way to get rid of me. So resigning is I was the bigger person. They didn't get that pleasure of doing it to me. The most was okay. Well, she has to sign this. She can't come back. Okay, I, I I'll I'll learn to live with that. It's it's fine.
0: So. But once again, every story like this, or, or at least I hope every story like this has a happy ending. Because I look at you now, I know you're doing extremely well. You know, you have a, a smile on your face, a little pep in your step, because you're not in a situation anymore.
1: No, I'm not as stressed out. My my husband, who heard about this, he almost every day or every other day would hear about my stress from this job. And he hated me being with this job. He did not want me to return to it, nothing and he was, he always tried to push me to find something. I just would never do it. And this is coming from a company where on my day off would we'll be blowing up my phone. And one little story is its my husband's birthday. He only has one day off a week. This is my day off that I want to be with him. It's his birthday on this actual day. I want to spend the day. My phone's being blown up over drama starting the store and they want to include me with it. And I was furious because I was being dragged into this and for like a good like hour or two, I'm going back and forth with these text messages. I approached this person the next day. If you blow up my phone again, if you do this stuff to me, I'm not going to talk to our higher-ups how this was very unnecessary because this person was a technical higher-up for me as well to do this in an irresponsible way instead of approaching me at work because this was a workplace kind of thing, especially the subject of it. So if you do this again, I will go to the higher ups and you and I will have a serious problem right now. I'm going to let it go. But I am not happy that you chose it. And when everyone knew, hey, this day is my husband's birthday. Nobody talks to me because I get people calling me. How do you do this? How do you do that? What's this? What's that? Don't call me on this day. And for you to pull petty something like that with me and this person, I pretty much kind of stayed clear from for a good week to know. And I wouldn't help this person just kind of like a little form of you're grounded you're my manager i do things for you but you know what for this week i'm not going to do jack for you because you did something so inappropriate you were an adult you're technically a couple years older than me you're my hair up you should have been taking the higher road on this and you chose to let high school drama you know take over and cloud your judgment and then drag me into it when you know darn well i don't do that whatsoever so, yeah, every, the people that were involved in this new, like, I was pissed off, and I showed it in a professional manner, but it was never done again, because I made that very clear. If you do it again, you will very much regret it, so. You
0: know, and now looking at all the steps, you know, which led, you know, to your release, I want to say. Yes. You know, it Freedom. Was, it was, it was a small blessing in disguise, you know, granted, minus the horrific injury, you know, and all the pain and suffering you had to go through.
1: It was like, how are people like to view things, uh, just a joke way is for the longest time I kept saying I was going to leave, but I wouldn't do it. It was like the universe's aliens, God, however, everyone's view is, it was basically, I like to say it's the universe's way of saying, okay, well, you won't leave, so I'm going to make you leave. And bam, the injury, it happened, and I, you know, So, yes, it was a blessing disguise that I'm stuck with this injury. It's Granted, it's not super bad. I am a little limited with some things. I do have pain, but I can walk. I can still work. I can do a lot of things. So it was just enough to happen where I didn't have to return to that and or jobs that are like that. I can only do things that are better or not at all.
0: Perfect. Now, before we close our segment, I just want to say thank you once again. Because once again, this is a long time coming.
1: Yes, I enjoy the paycheck you're giving me to this. So anyone that wants to do an interview with this person, he will give you a lump sum. Of
0: cake. <laughs> of cake and apple fritters. That's all I will give you. And money. Nothing more, nothing less to that. Any parting words you want to say. Now, once again, with this podcast, there is no filter. Like I told you before. You can say fuck. It's okay. It's no problem. The floor is yours. Anything you want to say to get off your chest because... Once again, I sought you out, and I want to pick your brain, and I want to know what happened. But this part is all you. You can say whatever you want. This is free-flowing. Ooh. Speak your mind.
1: I'm actually going to keep it pretty mild, but I know because you're a friend of mine, and we start together. So I know other people that pr- that will probably listen to this. We're we'll probably talking about in the store, and they'll probably listen to this thinking, oh, she talking about me, and I know who this is. So in some parts of the story, if you knew something was talked about and it involved you, you know, you can go fuck off. And, you know, in the workplace, I was very professional, but I've made it very clear even to an ex of yours I have run into in his job place before y'all broke up and he knows that, you know, if I ever see outside work, I'm probably going to smash your face in because I don't let things like that go so well. So I, you know, try to avoid the area that I live in. We'll be good and fine and dandy. If you see me run the other way uh, to the managers that all the, from the whole entire long run that basically weren't there for me when I need you, y'all can go fuck off too. Like, you know, sit on, sit on something big and twist. It's good. And <laughs> it's a company that I put in a lot of effort for and to be done in the way I did. I get some things had to be done. I get some things with policy and rules. You know, nothing's easy as a simple, like, you know, press of a button. But there were ways, you know, it, something could have been fixed and done anyway, but you just were too lazy to do it or spite or whatever it was. Go fuck off, too. So that was kind of it. It's my message, message is, you know, to people that, that were not involved be careful. You know, uh, may the force be with you, et cetera, et cetera. To, um, Anything else that was on the other side of that fence, uh, you know, fuck off. Those are my messages.
0: That is sweet. And with that, (laughs) we will. You know, I have no words. That's me being mild. That well, close out the show. Uh, I want to say thank you once again, Person X. Yes. For taking this time to tell your side of the story, to get this off your chest, a little bit of catharsis. It's wonderful. And uh, with that, folks, I'm not even in close with music. I will just say thank you. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and when life gives you lemons, say fuck it. I like sugar with my lemonade. Get tequila
1: instead. Absolutely. Actually, and don't get tequila. I did that last night. I regret it. Don't do that either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when it comes folks. folks, Petafox.